Welcome to the Essence of Life podcast. I am Natisha Ali Grant, here to help you live the abundantly balanced life. A false balance is an abomination unto God and getting wisdom, which is the respect and acknowledging of the Lord, along with understanding is the true key to successfully navigating this life. So tune in daily for this wisdom and inspiration with new episodes Mondays and Fridays. And let's balance your spirituality, health, relationships, finance, and personal development. Sebon sounds good. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essence of Life podcast. Let me tell you all something. I appreciate you so much. Thank you very much for coming back to listen to more and more episodes of the Essence of Life. As the wisdom on this podcast continues to increase and get better, I appreciate you. Please share it, share it, share it. I know that's what every content creator says, but it's so true. When you see content and you share it, someone else can learn from it. There are so many times that I have discovered things because someone else shared it on social media or someone recommended it to me. So please do the same for someone else that you know will be blessed by this episode that we are about to do. In this episode, I am going to be talking about decision making part two. And this one has to do with discovering your tangle. I've actually done the first part of this series and it's the very first episode on this podcast. Check it out. Number one. And it's based on my very first book. Ooh, there's a lot of lot of firsts in this walking a two way street examining the both sides of the story before making a decision you can purchase this book on amazon but listen there's some juiciness in this book that i feel i need to share with you on this podcast so you can have a better understanding about the book before you decide to buy it this book i wrote and it has a lot to do with me making decisions major decisions in my life such as deciding to leave my job deciding to leave my job and become an entrepreneur deciding to change churches it was so much that was going on at the time but god was so faithful and he assisted me in that process of transition and so it is documented in this book and it has so many relatable stories that you can check out if you're dealing with indecisiveness if you're trying to figure out where am i in this life where do i stand this is definitely the book for you so I want to share with us again, like I said in this episode about decision making, and this is going to be part two because the first one is the tangle. Let's begin with the scripture first. I want to take the scripture first because I would be making reference to it as we go along. Second Corinthians 10 verses three to five says, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And this is Paul speaking here. He says what? We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Now, this is where I'm going to go with this. 
when you are in a tangle, like I said, I described it in the beginning, in the first episode on this podcast, what it is, so listen to it, and then you can come back to this one if you have not listened yet. When you are in a tangle, you cannot see clearly, and because this is so, your vision is clouded by your emotions, placing you in a position that is unfit to decide or devise significant solutions for whatever it is you're trying to do. Emotions equal blurred vision. And I'll say that again. Emotions equals blurred vision. When you have feelings for somebody and your feelings is all about love and butterflies in your stomach, you do not think clearly. And the next thing you know, you're jumping in the person's car. You're going somewhere with the person and all the nice love songs are playing and you forget you're a child of God. And next thing you know, you're in each other's pants and voila emotions go they fly through the roof then they die out and you realize you have made one of the worst decisions in your life emotions equals blurred vision we heard a lot of people say you're not supposed to think with your heart you must think with your mind then other people say the opposite but the point is emotions can definitely blur your vision and that means it can bring you to a place where you cannot think clearly it is important to get your emotions under subjection to get them under control which is what paul is talking about we need to take captive every thought and make it obedient to the power of christ so when you have certain feelings and emotions you need to bring them under the power of christ which is the power of God, which is the infinite wisdom that is most certainly not driven by emotions. God is not moved by emotions. All right. So that's why sometimes you can go before God and cry your eyes out. And if God says no, it's still going to be no. (laughs) He is not driven by our emotions. All right. So this is something that we need to understand. When we have these emotions flooding us and we are hormonal ladies, you can relate to that. And you're in this situation where you need to make a decision, but you don't know what to do because you have all these thoughts and emotions rushing and flowing through your body and your veins and your brain and you just consumed by them. By the way, that means you're in a tangle. I call it a tangle. It's like you're here being knotted up underneath a wig and you can't get one piece of comb to pass through it (laughs) yes i said it you're in a web and in order for you to be able to get out of that to make a proper decision especially the life-changing decisions you need to bring these thoughts under subjection to the power of god because god is not moved by emotions he's not fueled by our emotions he's not affected by our emotions so if you can bring them or your thoughts under the power of god again who is the power of infinite wisdom you cannot go wrong that's my point and that is why i always say to people have a relationship with god because when you do you can bring things to him and then he can now clear up the tangle he can take his nice hot comb those of you who are black you'll understand what that means and you can comb through the knots you can get it nice and flowing all right so it's important for us to do this is my first point emotions equals blurred vision and when you're in that state of mind it's better for you not to try to even think about making a solid decision it's better if you just go chill
okay drink some water i have some episodes about that how you can manage your stress drink some water listen to some music bring yourself to that place connect back to god bring the thoughts on the subjection to god and then then you're ready for the next step yes all right so i'm gonna go and read another page in my book that talks about this whole decision making thing when it comes to dealing with your emotions shutting them up bringing them under the power of god in order for you to make a decision so it says amid your wallow the most important lesson your god sense and i call it the god sense because when you have a relationship with god he downloads his sense into you and then you're able to make better decisions through that so your god sense will teach you the law of recognition listen to me this is one of the most beautiful gifts you can get by connecting with god it's the most amazing abilities you can get by connecting with God. The spirit of discernment, the power to recognize things for what they truly are, the ability to read between the lines, the ability to know exactly what someone is up to, even when they have a whole charade going on. You can see through it. This is amazing. Your ability to recognize and discern things for what they truly are and not what they appear to be. And also the the impact they are likely to have on you you begin to play out the situation in your head and ask the questions so this happened and what happens next you will learn more about this revelation in the following chapters please get the book there's so much juicy stuff in there now let me let me take this back the law of recognition the spirit of discernment and wisdom that god is going to give you so that you can do a test run it's like i hear people say this all the time and it's so good i can play out the whole situation in my mind this is what we do all the time we play out situations in our minds so why is it that when we are faced with great life decisions that we need to make sometimes we allow the emotions to block us from playing out the situation in our mind in the first place do a test run of the situation okay it is said that things are our actions because they were our thoughts so before you acted it out it was in your mind you thought about it and then you begin to manifest it like the young people say nowadays <laughs> i like to say it like that all right so the law of recognition is the most important tool that you are going to need for clarity when making a decision and i'm not talking about uh let's say deciding what to wear these are basic life decisions that we can choose but even with those simple ones we can play it out in our minds for example before i wear something maybe to go to church i see myself in it first i envision myself in it i have a thought i play out myself in it also because i am a worship leader and i have to sing and i like to dance i think about okay if i wear this if i decide to move and sway and the holy spirit takes over me and i lift up my arms will the congregation see my armpits will my dress rise up so i think about all of that you may want to call some of us who think that way overthinkers that's okay but some of us pay attention to detail like that okay and then that actually helps us to see what the consequences of our actions are way before we even do the action so leave us alone <laughs> so you get what i'm saying when you have the law of recognition when god gives you that ability and that spirit of discernment 
you are able to play out situations in your mind. You may not always be extremely accurate about it, but once God is downloading, it is going to have extreme accuracy. And when God begins to show you, okay, this is how this is going to play out. And this is what I would like for you to do. This is how I would prefer for you to respond. And this is how I prefer for you not to respond. Okay. Recognizing your current undesirable state, for example, Right, so I was talking about the decision aspect, but some of us are in undesirable states and we are in these emotions roller coaster ride and we, we don't want to be there anymore. But when you recognize it for what it is, it's like if I am in this state of mind, I cannot function effectively unless I change that. So again, this brings the spirit and the law of recognition brings you to a place where you can discern that, where you can see if I'm always emotional, if I'm always crying, there's no way I'm going to improve. If when someone talks to me, I am not strong enough to hear them out and whatever they have to say. If someone criticizes me, then I'm going to break down and cry and have myself in this timid, passive state of mind. There's no growth here for me. And this is something, again, that the Spirit of God can minister to you and give you the discernment to recognize where you are is because of you or because of the enemy or because God is allowing it for purpose. All of these things can become clearer to you in your life if you have the gift of discernment, which is the gift or the law of recognition, which you get from God. Why would you not want to have that kind of wisdom in your life? If God created, and I always ask this question, I'm not going to be tired of saying it. If God created the world, he knows everything about it. So who else is the best person to give you the wisdom and tell you this is what it's going to be? So I just want to encourage you, take some time to pay attention to your state of mind. Okay, in life, when we're making decisions, it's important for us to take some time. Someone might call you on the phone and be like, hey, I need some information about this or I need you to make a decision about that. And sometimes you are able to make a decision on the spur of the moment because you are in the right frame of mind to do so. Again, because you have the spirit of discernment and the law of recognition present in your life. And sometimes you might need some more time. So you ask the person to give you that space in order for you to take some time to bring your thoughts and your emotions under the power of God and take captive every thought to make it obedient to God and begin to make a decision from there. A tangled mind cannot make wise decisions. So... My advice to you, my advice to all of us is when we find ourselves in a state of mind that is emotional, a state of mind that is clueless, a state of mind that is tangled and jumbled up with all sorts of random thoughts that are in no form of order at all, it is wise for you to stop. And I've done an episode about that. Going back to the center, stopping, reconnecting with God, breathing, do some reflection, ask the right questions and recognize the state of mind that you are in. Recognize the decision that is before you that you have to make. Play it out in your mind first. 
have an idea of what it would look like once it is now part of your actions and then from that state of mind you are more likely to make a wise and rational decision whether it is to come out of that state of mind whether it's to come out of a situation that is not desirable for you or whether it's for you to make a great life-changing decision in your life you need to make sure that you are in a state of mind that is rational, a state of mind that has done its research, a state of mind that is not emotionally influenced, a state of mind that is clear, a state of mind that is connected to the spirit of God who knows it all and gives all wisdom and power. And when you are in that state of mind, my dear, you are able to make a life decision that you will be at peace with any decision that you make that you're not at peace with you probably need to rethink that decision i remember before i close off i remember that i resigned from my job as a teacher but before i resigned i had applied to another school but the job didn't come through while i was still there which i was hoping to happen it didn't happen and after i resigned from my teaching job and decided I was going to be a full-time mom and a full-time entrepreneur, full-time work-from-home mom, whichever one you want to call it, and just go deeper into ministry with my husband, I am getting this call. Now, after I made that decision, I'm getting this call from the other school that I had applied to to give me a job offer. And I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision of, am I going to go back to whether it's not the same school or not but am I going to go back to the teaching job and you know have to change everything over that I had already gotten into the groove of doing which is a work from home mom or am I just going to keep on going because this might be a distraction and I'll tell you this I'm the type of person when I have to make a decision like that I usually seek wise counsel first I seek wise counsel from God then I seek wise counsel from persons God would have asked me to speak to so I sought out wise counsel from men and women of God that I know are still connected to God so they would be able to tell me and I remember this one of them said to me you should definitely take this job because you would be excellent at it and you would make a huge difference in that position. And then I said, I don't know. I, for some reason, I just do not feel the peace inside of me to take this job. I don't. And the person said to me, well, it, at the end of the day, it's up to you. But I think that if you're in that job, you would be the, a really good person for that job because you would really change and transform the lives of the children. We're supposed to be the literacy specialist at a school. And um, even with that person whom I trust to advise me, telling me this, they were looking at it from the perspective of my ability to create an impact where a need for impact was presenting itself. I don't think they look at it from my point of view as in what about me as a person? Was I going to be content enough to be the impact that I wanted to create? Because that is also important. And because within myself, I knew that I was not going to be my best self. I was not going to be authentic. So I didn't take the job. 
I made my decision because I was at peace with it. When I examined all the factors and I was able to do that because I was not in a tangled state of mind, but I was in a discerning state of mind. I had my emotions under subjection. They were under the power of Christ. My um, advisor making that statement and boosting my um, emotions and telling me how great I could be. It did not change my feeling and my thoughts because... My emotions were under control. A person making a statement like that could have gotten me so hype and excited and, and boost my, my emotions to be like, yes, I'm going to take it. But no, I had my emotions under subjection. I had it under control and I made the decision that I was at peace with. And it's been a year and almost going to be two years. And I'm very much at peace with the decision that I have made. So I'm telling you, as part two of decision making, as chapter two of my book, Walking a Two-Way Street, I just want to advise you that in order for you to make great life-changing decisions, in order for you to make decisions that you can be at peace with and that you can enjoy and say, yes, I am happy that I made this choice. It is important for you to not make it from a place of emotion, but a place of spiritual discernment, which is coming from a connection and a relationship with God. I hope this blesses you. I know it will. And I hope that you will share it with other people and let them know how this podcast is being a blessing to you. Remember, we are going to be doing talk and tea on Facebook Live for now, once a month. So you can join me live on Facebook page, Natisha Ali Grants, The Essence of Life Podcast. Also, if you would like to get a teacup for that night or just to have as a memoir and to remind you, you need to listen to the episodes, go through the list of episodes, choose your favorite title or a quote. For example, I just gave one emotions blind your decisions. So you can choose anything that really screams out to you from any of the episodes and you can send it to me and request a cup, a teacup. I will have that printed for you specifically for you with the essence of life podcast and you can join me for talk and tea on facebook live all right sabo sounds good whether you're on your daily commute at the gym or doing your chores tune in to the essence of life podcast for great inspirational life lessons and learn just why you should have a personal relationship with your creator Relationships run the world. Make sure you're in the right ones. I am Natisha Ali Grant, citizen of the kingdom of heaven, wife of a spirited pastor, worship leader, mother, and content creator. I partner with my husband to manage our church in All Saints Antigua while creating inspirational and educational content. I inspire others through my blog, Young and Christian, and my podcast, The Essence of Life recently published my first book and in the process of writing another. I have also been an educator for over 15 years and now run my own academy, providing a range of services such as proofreading, English courses, lesson plans, curriculum guides, and reading classes. If you like this show, why not get connected? As it's only going to get bigger. Sebon sounds good.